Welcome to Business Talk, Sister Gok. I'm Becca. And I'm Ruthie. And we are launching a new show. This is our, our actual introduction podcast to tell you a little bit about what we're going to be doing and why we're going to be doing it. So who we are specifically, uh, we are sisters that enjoy business thoroughly. Mm-hmm. And what we do in this podcast is talk to you about why not only we love business, but why you should try business uh, for yourself, whether it's starting something on the side or launching full-blown into a, a, a big brick-and-mortar building. Whatever it is, we want to talk about it and learn how to do it easily uh, with lower risk than you would have possibly imagined possible. Mm-hmm. And basically, the gist of it is that we want to demystify business for you. Um, so any questions you have and things, we, lo- we like to try to address those and give you tools to kind of um, unpack what entrepreneurship is, what business is, um, and basically just turning your passion into profit. Yeah, so the structure of our podcast is to specifically discuss first our business talk, and then after that, we're going to gawk about something together. Uh, because we enjoy doing that. And the definition of gawk is to stare openly and stupidly. (laughs) So whether that's telling you a little bit about something embarrassing that happened to us, something we find really interesting, or um, just just discuss fun things that are interesting in the world uh, around us, or something maybe you shared with us uh, that we think is pretty hilarious. So we're going to talk about that at the end. So stick around for that if you enjoy that kind of conversation. So the proper way that we're going to do this is within our content style uh, offer you educational tools tips things how to do and then we're also going to be interviewing entrepreneurs we want to talk about specifically what it is that they do why do they do it and how did they do it right we want to know the nitty-gritty details of how did you go about getting this started and if someone else was to do this uh, uh, in a different area What would that look like? What advice would you have for them? What are the resources available? All of that kind of stuff, right? So we're going to waffle back and forth between those two based on the different segments of um, if we have, I know coming up, we have a four-part series on different tools and tips that we would recommend you use if you're looking to start a uh, business for yourself that are going to be really useful to you in getting organized and staying on track. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of how that goes and what you can expect from us is just kind of the it'll be the format of it is a 20-minute podcast that we'll be posting on Fridays Um, and that's kind of what you can expect from us yeah and we're gonna be real we're gonna have some fun Mm -hmm. so uh, within that today we're gonna be specifically talking about branding and the reason why we wanted to talk about that first is because obviously we've been doing a lot of it to get ready for this podcast launch Uh, within that we want to talk about what it takes to brand yourself your business and what that can look like as you're getting started Mm -hmm. so uh one of the things that we always recommend people start with while looking at a business or doing consulting company whatever it is is to think about your core values Mm -hmm. what is it that makes you not only valuable but what what do you find as important about what you believe in Mm -hmm. right so for us what we chose is for this podcast um our core values are to educate collaborate with our listeners as well as other entrepreneurs inquire we want to ask questions um sometimes 
questions when we ask them we find really interesting data or information and resources that we would have never known were available mm -hmm. uh, to us or to others that could be in that industry and then we also want to explore uh, new things because that is how you grow when you learn things whether you uh, succeed or fail you do learn something from it and we want to be able to share that with you uh, especially the failures, so you don't do them as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what's important about that and defining that as your business is that um, you can kind of come back to that. Every single decision that you make, It's is, it, is this consistent with our core values? Whether that's um, attending a certain event or... Um, like posting something on your website or hiring someone you come back to your core values all the time is is this consistent with who we are as a company and then it's not so much um an argument of whether or not you should do it is well is this consistent with our core values and then if it is then you can have more discussion about that but it always starts with the core values yeah and within that obviously the next question you should probably ask is is this profitable right yeah. just because it's consistent doesn't necessarily mean that you should spend a bunch of money on it and get no return mm -hmm. so um within branding though a lot of people think specifically about a logo when you say your brand right you think of like those name brands that are all within your house or clothes you wear that kind of stuff but actually branding is so much more than that um if you've ever i i would definitely google this brand manual you can find some really cool brand manuals. Uh, universities are known to have some really cool ones about their tone, um, their obviously the core values, how they have different fonts, the logos that they use, and then the subsets of departments. There's so many things. And as you grow as a business, you're probably going to get more into the nitty gritty of that. Um, mm -hmm. But one of the things we know about us as, say, our tone of what we would want to keep consistent with our branding is we're going to have fun within it. We know, we know that we want to be educational, but it, we don't want to be boring. Yeah. Right. And so within what you guys think about as what is your brand, how are you communicating that? Um, it's really important to be consistent mm -hmm. on every single uh, platform that you are representing yourself in. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, within that, we know that as a business, you want to be showing up places. So for uh, a business, if you're starting one, four places online that we would recommend you being to start off just because you need the exposure and uh, you want to be getting reviews and all that kind of stuff to show up in Google search um, would be a Google business listing, a Bing business listing. For some of you who don't know what Bing is, it's another search engine, right, by Microsoft. Uh, Facebook, you should have a Facebook page and then also a Yelp listing. Mm -hmm. So um, within Yelp, you can set up a free listing. All of those are free, mm -hmm. by the way. Um, it should have your website on there, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to do that as a podcast because this is actually something that we actually own our own businesses. The podcast is honestly more for fun and but we are going to try ways to make money on it and let you know about those and see, hey, this is what's really working or this is what we tried and this is we did sponsorships or whatever because we want it to be free for you guys to listen to mm -hmm. right and we're going to try different things within that so if you're really interested in being an entrepreneur in podcasting this would be a great place to learn a little bit of things about that mm -hmm. um and kind of what we've done to get that going. So going back to um just being present online uh I know a lot of times it's it's 
um, it's good not only to have that consistency in voice of your branding, but it's also good to be consistent in the content that you're producing and also your everything like your phone numbers, your addresses, because Google sees that. And if you have, say, a listing on Yelp and your phone number is different than what you have on, um, say, like Facebook or something like that, then Google, when it crawls the website looking for if someone searches, say, say Business Talk Sister Gawk, and we have different phone numbers or different addresses listed then Google sees that as an inconsistency and it will actually de-rank you in search results because it sees you as an uncredible source yeah so it's really important to have that consistency across platforms and as you can see we are kind of nerds about digital marketing so mm -hmm. some of the stuff that we'll share with you throughout is maybe useful for you um, in that realm but we also love talking with people who are experts in other areas as mm -hmm. well uh, within the business world so when we're talking about that consistency, if you're thinking, oh, well, I am just starting out and I don't have a lot of money. Hey, listen to the next four podcasts of ours because they are all about tools you can utilize for that phone number, for meeting with people, for getting your name out there. Because seriously, there's tons of free stuff that you can utilize without spending a dime. Mm -hmm. So listen to those for sure. And so within branding, we wanted to talk a lot about to your target market. Um, you could break this down into specifically demographic information, which a lot of these words that we're using, they might be new to you. Uh, demographic, right? What does that mean? It's, it's talking about who that person is. Uh, specifically, you can find data on that. Like what region are you targeting to? What area do they live in? Um, you can find data from the Census Bureau on how much that person makes or the average family size. What what area are you looking into? Or maybe you're doing something for um, the entire United States and you can really dig into a specific target category. So for me, one time I got to really dig into demographic information, target market for specifically librarians. And um, first of all, I love librarians. So that was already like, a great time <laughs> but within there i mean i learned a lot of stuff about them first of all they love quotes right they um are really into books no spoiler right <laughs> no brainer there they're all there's actually a hashtag called hashtag on instagram librarians of instagram look it up seriously and they really like cats okay bibliophiles that's a thing a term that they use you can hashtag that so there's tons of different things that you can look up about a demographic and maybe this is what they're interested in now in my study of librarians which is not a ton of research but enough to know they really like tea um maybe it's because they also really enjoy great expectations and pride and prejudice you know charles a little bit of charles dickens classical <laughs> reading um but that's really cool they, they appreciate uh older works of literature right so there's tons of things you can learn about a specific target market if you're saying i really want to know more about how to get my business in front of these people and if you do all of your branding to target them you're going to get them they're going to be engaged and when you hit it right you're going to see great success from it yeah but I will say that if you're going to do marketing and branding, you're going to also have to do sales. And some people don't really like sales because that's so uncomfortable. I don't know if you guys know this about Ruthie, but that is like her favorite thing to do is to go door to door and sell stuff. 
when I know about the product that I'm selling. So that's something that's important too uh, with your business is you have to be passionate about what you're doing. You have to be passionate about um, whatever it is that you are pursuing even before you start pursuing it. And I think that it's so much easier for me. Uh, one thing I love is door-to-door fundraising. Like that is so enjoyable to me. And a lot of people are like, that sounds terrifying. Like talking to strangers over and over again, that sounds horrible. I love that. That's like my bread and butter. So, but for me, I have to know the product. I have to know the cause. I have to know what I'm doing to feel comfortable doing it. So get yourself well-versed in, in what you're doing and why you're doing it. You know, and again, that comes back to core values of just, and, and like, and having that, another good thing to do is, is formulate a mission statement so that you, um, that complements your core values. Um, that's really important. Yeah. So for us, what our mission is, is to demystify business. Mm-hmm. And the action of that you can see on our website is demystifying business, right? Mm-hmm. So within that, we want to talk about how easy it is to set up a business or to get this stuff done. Um, a lot of times I've seen people, especially within the marketing world, say, oh, well, you need this. Like, for example, we were talking about a brand manual. And if you search some of them online, especially for like really big businesses like, I don't know, General Mills or um, Cargill, for example, I'm sure they have tons of information on their brand. And they probably spent upwards of $50,000 on that. Or more. Yeah. Or they have an entire in-house team that gets paid full time to do that. Right. (laughs) And a lot of people think, oh, that's so scary Mm -hmm. but the reality is a lot of the stuff that they're doing is really not rocket science it's just that they're way bigger than a solo entrepreneur starting out Mm -hmm. okay and so a lot of the stuff that they're doing you can do too (laughs) it just takes time Mm -hmm. and that's for a lot of bigger businesses what they don't have and you have loads of it, right? <laughs> Lots of time, but maybe not a lot of money. So that's where really understanding this stuff for yourself and getting educated from the beginning is going to help you in the long run. Mm-hmm. Also make way better decisions about who to hire as a subcontractor or as a different business giving you a service mm-hmm. when you know it's not worth your time to do it yourself, mm-hmm. right? I know that there's certain things that I am just not willing to invest the time in to do myself. Mm-hmm. One of those things was our logo. I know that someone else is going to be way m- well versed in that who's a graphic designer rather than doing it with a free software, which I mean, I could do it with a free software if I was trying to get uh, cheaper. But in this case, um, it was worth the investment for us to pursue connecting with a graphic designer to mm-hmm. do that. And I think like one thing that's especially important as you're starting out is teach yourself to be a researcher. Every decision that you make, you research it, you know, so then that's going to really just kind of cut down on a lot of the operation costs that you have because you've spent the time to research to find out if it is going to be a profitable decision for your business, if it is going to pay off in the end. Um, And and even if you're going to like it, I mean, Mm -hmm. there's one thing to say, wow, this is really profitable. It's going to make a ton of money. But if you hate it, You shouldn't be doing it, Mm -hmm. right? Because entrepreneurship should be an enjoyable experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is it sometimes scary? Mm Mm-hmm. Does it sometimes have hard difficulties? Mm Mm-hmm. But it's the journey through that where you learn things. And Mm -hmm. within that branding aspect, I think one thing we haven't really talked enough about is knowing who you are personally, right? You have your core values. You know what you're passionate about. But what are you actually good at? 
yeah. right? If you have ever taken personality tests, um, which by the way, you can get a lot of these for free online or go to your local library or your career force center. Um, they have a ton of these resources where you can say, hey, um, I really like this, I don't like this, or I really like these conversations. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? Are you this or this, right? Mm -hmm. You can do all of that research to know, okay, here's where I thrive. Yeah. So what kind of job will I enjoy doing? And maybe part of it is what you really enjoy, and then the rest, you're saying, okay, I'm going to look for additional resources to supplement where I know I'm weak. Yeah. Um, within that, Ruthie and I did this for our podcast even. Mm -hmm. um, I know I am not a detail-oriented person. I know that I am. <laughs> and I appreciate that about her because if it's something that I do over and over again, it's going to drive me bonkers because mm -hmm. I love doing new things, learning new fun facts, and Ruthie loves processes. If and she I can do it, consistency. Yeah, over <laughs> and over again and make sure it looks good. She thrives at that where I'm like someone is sucking my brain away slowly. <laughs> mm -hmm. So know that about yourself. And really ask your friends and your relatives and ask them, you know, what am I good at? And not in like a weird, like, like stroking your ego kind of way, but really ask them, like, if I were to pursue this, what do you think I would struggle with in it? And what do you think would really, I'd really thrive at? And take their, their, um, their feedback and really just analyze it and think through it yourself. You know, like you don't have to let it crush your soul or like anything like that but just like think through like okay if they said I'm really you're really not good with numbers oh okay well then I should really take the time to research some different uh, either accounting softwares or I should really get an accountant or I should like ask someone to help me with this or I should really work more on that and I think one thing that's important um, I really like strength finders and they're like their whole program and stuff and one thing that they focus on is not necessarily taking someone's weakness and trying to make it their strength but they focus on finding someone's strength and improving on that strength so if you are not good at numbers it doesn't make sense for you to just keep beating yourself in the head trying to get better at numbers if you're really really good with people then you get better and better and better at being good with people and then you find some other resource that's going to help you with numbers um yeah yeah, so we could talk about that all day because we love helping people figure out what their life trajectory is, what mm -hmm. they want to do. And we want to have those conversations with you as well. So if you ever feel like contacting us, you can do that through our website, uh, businesstalksistergock.com, as well as our Facebook page um, where we're going to be pretty active. So uh, definitely check out the and utilize the community of Facebook that we have. It's invitation only. So you should definitely find our group and request entry. Um, but within that, you should um, be thinking about what do you want in life and how can you plan for it? Because that is exactly what we love doing and giving you the tools to do that. Mm -hmm. Now, this is part of the show where we gawk about something that is is pretty interesting to us. I mean... Or something that just makes us smile. <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, when we talked about our definition, you you really know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, as you probably have figured out, Ruthie and I are sisters. We actually come from a pretty big family. Uh, seven siblings total. So, uh, some pretty interesting stories come from that. Um, when Ruthie was younger, she and our other sister... We actually have two more sisters, so... Rachel is the one, which, by the way, we have nicknames for everybody. So 
we'll just <laughs> we'll just i digress okay <laughs> so uh ruthie's gonna tell us a little bit about one of their favorite hobbies as a small child <laughs> okay so one of my favorite things is um just trying to get people to do ridiculous things because i think it's funny and um, it's just I don't know it's just a good time and it makes for a lot of good memories convincing um, people to do stuff yeah <laughs> so one time when we were little we went out to a puddle and we had this little styrofoam cup and we were like this is a genius plan we should scoop up some of this puddle water and try to convince mom that it's tea so she'll drink it and so <laughs> then we like thought this whole through of like what kind of tea it was gonna be like when we were gonna ask her we thought about putting it in the microwave but it was a styrofoam cup i don't i don't think we actually did because i don't think we had a microwave at the time but anyway so then we went and tried to give it to my mom and she didn't drink it because previously becca <laughs> and try to do the same thing okay so i just said she was terrible but i am like way more stealth in my processes <laughs> ours had dirt in it yeah obviously if you got stuff floating in the tea <laughs> it's not clearly tea iced tea though if you fun fact if you soak a whole bunch of acorns for a week in a bucket of water <laughs> it looks exactly like iced tea and um i did convince my mom that it was iced tea and got her to drink it and she was like this is disgusting <laughs> she did not drink our dirt puddle tea so. yeah so um that is a random random fact about <laughs> convincing we probably have a couple more stories for you that we'll be sharing along the way um so be sure to join us every friday we'll see you next week